lovely. I like your makeup. I did it on purpose, it's especially lovely. for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> Welcome to Creation Arcade, a podcast where I talk to creative people about what they're doing now and how they got here. This week's guest is an illustrator, muralist and sign painter. It's Holly Pereira. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hi, Harriet. How are you? How's it going? I'm good. I'm good, thanks. Excellent. So I'm delighted you're here. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you. With your loveliness. <laughs> uh, so I follow you on Instagram, as, as do anyone who's anyone. Obviously, <laughs> you're too um, kind. <laughs> I am not. Um, and it's a visual treat, oh. of course, at all okay. times. Cool. Yeah, Brilliant. totally. Um, so as much as I'll talk to you about what I already know, I suppose yeah. I'd also like to find things out that I. I don't already know about okay. you. Surprise. So, yeah. Nice. Exactly. Uh, as you put it yourself, I would like you to tell me the juicy tabloid life of an artist. <laughs> <laughs> Which okay. I think should be your next poster. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. It's very salacious. Yes, very. exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, your background, I suppose, Holly, um, you went to NCAD, I know that, mm-hmm. and you yep. went to, um, and you did animation then in Inchcore. Ali Fermis. Bally Fermat, mm-hmm. sorry about that, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, easily, easily mixed up colleges, <laughs> yeah. I do apologise to Bally Fermatites and <laughs> Inchicorians. <laughs> They're different places. They are. Um, and apart from that, I don't really know that much. Okay, so, cool. regale from, me. From the start. <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> um, okay, it's pretty boring. Um, that's, th- that's what everyone thinks, but okay. to other people, it's actually... <laughs> It's it's Gold. just glorious, right. yeah. Um, okay, I'm from Greystones in County Wicklow. Okay. Um, and then I went to college to yeah. NCAD in the year 2000. Okay, yeah, wow. Cast your mind back to what that was like. I can't. Maniac immediately yeah. springs to mind. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no. Millennium um, candles and yeah. iodine tablets. Very true. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just in case and, uh, Sellafield blew up. <laughs> no flat whites. Not even <laughs> oh, a mention. No. And cappuccinos were still kind of rare. Yeah, they, you had fancy. to work in a real cafe to, yeah. to, to know that that was a word. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's when I started college and I ended up doing sculpture um, in the fine art degree. Okay. Which was mad because it was very conceptual. It was like coming out of the late 90s. So mm-hmm. young British artists were really popular, like Damien Hirst and Sarah, Rachel White-Reed. So like really conceptual work was very popular okay so they pushed us in that direction or maybe it was just the thing that was everyone was doing it's like oh yeah conceptual work that's the work were you you like happy to be pushed in that direction were (laughs) were you letting them guide you or did you have like ideas of your own at that point I I don't you know I mean like ideas about what you thought college would be like um I really just wanted to get drunk yeah, fair. Because I was that's 18. That's what college is like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's what I pretty much did. So I And I kind of just happened into sculpture. Okay. That. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I was kind of into it. Like it was, we were told um, the head of sculpture is called Philip Napier. And he was like, it's about space and time. I really, I didn't know what he was talking about, but I didn't say anything, obviously. obviously I think most yeah. people were like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. space and time, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Negative space, got you. Yeah, what? yeah. yeah. Um, so I ended up making a lot of uh, really, really bad video art and performance art. Okay. On Beatmax tapes. Or oh, not Beatmax, VHS yeah, tapes. Because yeah, we didn't yeah. have, you know, 
mini discs either. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I did. And I finished in 2004. Okay, and yeah. what was your degree show like? Um, it was a mixture of bad video art, yeah, um, some bad sound art, mm-hmm. and some photography. Okay, and did you did you do it badly on purpose? No, or are you just self deprecating? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just being quite honest. Okay, uh, in hindsight now. <laughs> so when you came to the end of college and you've got that like buzz of your degree show, which is great crack up there in NCAD when when mm-hmm. that's that's happening, the first four days or so is a Excellent time. There's yeah. a lot of getting drunk, yeah. so that's <laughs> all goals met. Um, but did you know what you were going to do when you left? Did you have any idea, or did you care, or what? What were you thinking? Um, I think I tried to make work for a little while, but I didn't have a computer, so I couldn't continue to make bad video art. Of course, you know, it's very hard to find it was a, a sad VHS. Pit time, yeah, yeah, for the the world. Uh, so I, I think. Oh, do you know what? I worked in a bank for a year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because I was like, I never want to be an artist again. And I worked in Bank of Ireland in the op centre for a year. Okay. And then after a year, I was like, I never want to be a banker again. No. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't even a banker. I was just like an administrative Yes, yeah, so data input or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was like, it was the Celtic Tigers. So they were giving anybody jobs Mm -hmm. in in like places like Bank of Ireland. Yeah, like, when there used to degree? be banks in every, yeah. on every corner. Yeah. Which there now is none, obviously. Totally, yeah. And they were like, do you have a degree? Uh, yeah, do you want a job? Okay. Yeah, so, I always think that's so funny. Uh, like even today on uh, any form you fill out, what's your highest level of education? And yeah. if you put, you know, tertiary or whatever, the yeah. only time anyone ever uses that word <laughs> in geography or <laughs> in yeah. applications. And you're like, I mean, why... Do you know, I call my degree um, a degree for free because I got, I went to two years of community college in the Liberties College Uh and then I went straight into the third year of a degree course in Wolverhampton in England. Okay. And I was there for like eight and a half months and then they gave me a degree in Ah. digital media. That's deadly. Yeah. So I'm like, it's a degree for free for one thing, the EU, because something to do with um, Britain not signing the Nice Treaty, I think. Okay. But whatever something to do with treaties and mm. Europe they ended up pay, the EU paid my fees because it was only it was like considered fair that we should be allowed to study there without this huge cost wow I know like it's madness <laughs> like, so hence a degree for free and I'm like I don't you know I didn't sit in like a library for mm-hmm. you know 150 hours a week like yeah painstakingly writing essays about psychology and da, 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 you know and those people also have a degree so, and I'm like see I feel like that's a little bit unfair <laughs> don't be hard on yourself oh no I mean I'm very talented please give me a job okay great thanks yeah yeah <laughs> um, okay so you went and worked in the bank and then did you go and shag off around the world for a while or do any of that kind sort of, of stuff I went back to like I after the bank as I got a studio in Wicklow with some friends and I just decided to be a painter because okay. I didn't have the video equipment yeah. to continue that trajectory. So I was like, oh, I used to like painting. I'll do that. <laughs> um, and drawing. So yeah. I made, it was actually the, they're my favourite pieces of work I've ever made. I still have them in my house. They're like, I, it was the first time in my life that I'd ever made work just for myself. Okay. Because Lovely. in college it was like, oh, it's kind of like performing for the choosers. Yeah, you have getting, a brief and yeah. you have to, yeah. And you're looking for 
to tick their boxes or whatever, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And this was the first time I was just like, oh, I like that colour, I'm going to put it there. Mm, that looks yeah. nice. And it made me really happy. And what came was like quite violent, uh, horrible uh, cartoon characters that were killing each other. Okay. Uh, with loads of blood. And had you ever, I suppose, well, not ever, obviously we've seen that mm. in cartoons and stuff, but did you have like a special interest in that? Did you have comics that were a bit more gory than maybe... No. The norm, so it all just came out of you. I uh, yeah, yeah. I think I've got a really um, slightly no, a slightly weird interest in medieval torture sure. instruments. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and I like thinking about the depths that the human mind will go to to inflict pain on someone else. Okay, Do you know, like Very contraptions nice. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I think of. Um, I always sort of like the look of. It's a bit weird, but it's true. Mm. When Morticia is being st- pulled. St- Pulled far apart or whatever. Yeah. She's being stretched. Yeah. In, on the, you know, wheel of doom that Fester and the crazy weather girl has her on. Yes. And I always thought, oh, that might be quite nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stretch your shoulders. Yeah. I, I think I'd quite like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. That's a weird thing. Don't say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, wow. And so um, you have these pieces still hanging in your house now. Yeah, yeah. Is there only two of them? There's three actually. Three. three, okay, and some smaller drawings, but um, yeah, I love them because they're they're bright and colourful, and they they look cheery. And then you look at them again, you're like, Ooh, oh, what are they doing? To yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, but that it, I I like them because they remind me of making work just for myself. Yes, absolutely, yeah. which is lovely. It's and a lovely, thing. A, and it's yeah. sort of a lesson that you uh, learn as you get older about things, and mm. depending on which way your life goes, obviously. Um, but we'll all arrive in a situation where we sort of go. I have to, I like, I just, I need, and you're, you can't even necessarily finish the sentence. Mm-hmm. You're just like, what is the thing that I'm trying to reach for? And then you go, oh, actually, that's that feeling there now after yeah. you've drawn the thing or painted the wall or whatever. Yeah, expression. Yeah, and you go, yeah. oh, that's the value. Because I, I would only ever have like drawn things or made cards or, you know, if I was making a present for someone, mm. a birthday card, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. I would, I'd be like, oh, I'll do this. And I'd really enjoy doing it. Mm. But I'd almost always be under some sort of pressure. Like we have mm-hmm. to leave for this kid's birthday party in 20 minutes or yeah. we have to, you know, it's my friend's 18th or whatever. Yeah. And so it would always be a bit of a rushed type of that'll do job. Yeah. And it never really occurred to me until I was much older where I went like, imagine what I could make if I tried. Yeah, yeah. And what I could make if I tried when I was calm like instead of like oh yeah I'll just you know put on eyeliner with one eye and colour in this flower with the other hand (laughs) (laughs) and and it is it's like it brings it to a whole different sort of place where you start Mm. thinking about things in a much different way yeah but then, of course, you also need to earn money. Ah, ha, ha. Oh, how we laugh. How we laugh. Do you, though, Harriet? I Do mean, you? I say you need to. You feel like you need to. So at the moment, I'm looking for a sugar daddy. Yeah. Uh, basically, someone to pay my way so I can make Yeah, art. I'd like an investor. <laughs> yeah. An investor sugar daddy. Like, I yeah. don't want to go out with you or get married to you right. or anything. Yeah. Not you. I want to go out with yeah, you, yeah. Holly. Yes. Fair enough. <laughs> but not, not the sugar daddy man. No, no. Yeah. But I'll happily take his investment money. Yeah. That's no problem. There's no, I mean, there's patron no of the arts. Come on. Yeah, you don't get patrons anymore. No, but um, maybe Patreon is an interesting development. Uh, How do you feel about that? I never, never done it, actually. I don't... I don't disapprove of it. Nope. If other people do it. Um, I think, I think in my head it seems like a really hard administrative task. So I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to think about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I don't, I feel like, 
How do I? No, I haven't. I haven't. Well, I suppose as well. The other thing is, is uh, Patreon, which I have to be careful. I have to think every time I say it because I first heard the term because mm. um, Blind Boy says it, but he yeah. he says Patreon, mm-hmm. and then it occurred to me that I I would I don't say a patron. I say a oh, hang on, see, I'm getting all <laughs> yeah, mixed up. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's hard for me to pronounce. Yeah. So, um, but I think it's different because people are prepared. And fully willing yeah. and highly accepting of the fact that actual art and print and frames Fine. are yeah. worth paying for. Mm-hmm. Whereas for a lot of people who are on Pat- Patreon, Patreon, and mm-hmm. um, have um, are writers or mm-hmm. um, newspaper people who have lost their trade ah. over the internet has, yes. you know. Whereas for like say you can. Or artists can uh, watermark their work, mm-hmm. and then any pr- any anywhere on the internet that you find it, yeah, you can't print that as high quality as mm-hmm. the one I could buy from you, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. by a hundred points, you know, like down yeah. the scale of quality. But with journalism or like illegally watching uh, f- uh, TV or documentaries mm-hmm. or whatever, you can find them online, mm-hmm. and they are the same thing that you would get if you paid for it. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that that's a bit of a difference. Okay, I'm fully on board with it now. Yeah. <laughs> You've thought for me. Yeah, so that's I feel like thing. it's yeah. fair for like anyone who's like a journalist or has been writing mm. for years for like websites that probably never paid them in the first place. Yeah, yeah. And they've got this huge following and it's like if everyone just gave me 50p, mm-hmm. I'd be fine, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've always had that lovely dream in my head. would be like, so if you needed £20,000, all you'd need to do is get 20,000 people to give you one pound. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I used to think fun. about that that sort of yeah. stuff when I was young a lot be like <laughs> magical maths is amazing <laughs> maths is good um, okay so um, now I want to sort of take you back yeah Zoom. to when you were a, a littlest as I like to call them a youngin <laughs> uh, can you remember when you sort of stood out as a creative type to yourself <laughs> Were you ever, were you in a, you know, a summer camp with a load of strange children that you're not strange, like Picking children you noses. didn't know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the strange children. <laughs> and you sort of occurred to you that like, you were like, oh, let's make this or let's draw this. And everyone else wasn't that. They were like, they just weren't bothered. Or d- were they all trying to like think about things mathematically and scientifically yeah. and, and, and you sort of came at it from a different side of it or how did you sort of realise I suppose do you have any memories of that um, kind of I still think about it on the cycle up I liked drawing that was my favourite thing to do it still is actually drawing and reading um, because I was a nerdy little child as well like They're super the best nerdy yeah. um, so I love to design um, what do you call it? playgrounds Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was my favourite thing Innovative. Too. Yeah. yeah, I was like, mm, city planner at like five years old with the crayons. Um, and then I just assumed that everyone could draw. I was like, oh yeah, we can all do this. Yeah. And then I think maybe I was about, I don't know, nine maybe. And I was drawing something and it was like really easy. Mm. Or to, I started making drop shadows on letters or something okay um and I noticed that everyone else didn't do it yeah like, that's yeah. weird uh, <laughs> it's so normal yeah uh it's not normal no no uh but yeah so that's that's it and then 
I don't know. I was, I was lucky. My parents were very, um, my dad's a musician and my mum's a teacher. So they're very, um, they liked when I drew. drew. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and gave they, you the positive feedback that you needed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're like, she's being quiet. That's good. Well, she's always quiet. <laughs> that's so the main fine. thing I can yeah. tell you as a parent. Yeah. If you're being quiet, you're yeah. winning. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> she's not bothering us. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Mm. So you have your studio in Greystones with your friends and you've done your scary torture art yeah and where do you go from there um when do things change um i i think i had a show in monster truck peter Prendergast, oh yeah, yeah yeah um gallery um around um i think i had a piece in their christmas show one of those scary pictures i sent into that christmas show in 2007 okay um and i was like oh i can exhibit work now uh, mm. and i had my first solo exhibition there in Monster Truck in 2008 um, and yeah I spent the next like couple of years so seven years after leaving college I kind of spent seven years as a painter um, painting these like weird or random images and did you what did you do with them did you did you, did you sell them did you try to fucking yeah. sell them <laughs> <laughs> don't buy them um, <laughs> sold a couple like but uh, I just spend all my time making work and okay. then have an exhibition and get broke again. Yeah. And all the time I was working restaurants. Yes, obviously. Like same time. A waitress. Yeah. yeah, yeah or yeah. teaching English for a while, I think. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And then I went on a, re- I was doing residencies as well. Okay. So I went to Singapore and Berlin mm. and somewhere else, um, London maybe, for a couple of weeks. But I was in Singapore for about six months. Okay. Wow. And did you find that that was a very different artistic place or yeah, was it totally very similar? It's totally different because like they had around 2008, they had just kind of gotten onto that contemporary art scene. Um, So there was value being placed on it. Um, And Singaporeans, not generalizing, but my family are Singaporeans, so I can say this. (laughs) They are, well, my family are very obsessed with how much money you make. They're like, yeah, yeah, you're an artist, ah? how much money you make? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, How much do you get for My cousin actually um, (laughs) was telling me that, that people always say to her when she says... um, that she has a boyfriend they're just mm. like and how much money does he make yeah. like a taxi yeah. driver will ask her totally that question fine. yeah 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 is he rich yeah mm. what are you doing with uh, yeah uh, <laughs> so they're just they're kind of baffled at me like they're like why just why yeah why don't you care about this yeah, <laughs> yeah. and why don't you know how much money you make um but yeah so I went there and I, ha- I was lucky I had a studio in this place called Post Museum and um it was in the red light district in Little India in Singapore and Prostitution is illegal, I think, but there are loopholes. Yeah. So there's okay. loads of red light districts, actually. Loads of ladyboys. Sure. Um, and they let me draw them, which was cool. Oh, wow. So I, was, I used to sit out on the front steps and draw the prostitutes. Okay. Lady boys. Um, so it's not like Amsterdam where like this scary security guard guy come no. smash your phone off a wall because you <laughs> took a picture of the window you passed or whatever. No, they're just all sitting out on the stoop. Oh, that's nice. It's quite yeah. so quaint. It's yeah. probably horrific. They're probably like human yeah. traffic. But True. you know. Um, yeah, so I did that for six months and I had an exhibition and then came home. And then, I can't remember. I probably like working for a bit yeah bits of art yeah 
Uh, and then around, t- okay, so 2011 was when I was like, I need to make money from art because I'm going to be broke. Ah, I'd turned 31. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my 31. back started hurting. Yeah, you're like, I can't, I can't be getting up at five. I can't be staying out all night. Can't be I doing know, this anymore. Yeah, I can't yeah. be waitressing. I'm so tired. I just want to go to sleep. And uh, so I was like, I need to get a job. I don't have Mind to. Mind you, you spend a lot of your time on ladders and standing up outside and bending over and like drawing upside down and things. So you probably didn't do your back too many favours. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was also I was like a pretty bad waitress. I'm sorry, ex-employees, employers. At the end of Don't that. Don't be sorry. They're bastards. No, no. These guys were great. Oh, were they? Okay. I used to, in Mayfield. I used to oh, Mayfield. yeah, of course. In Turnor, yeah. Yeah, they're brilliant. And I was probably a really bad waitress at the end. Oh, I don't know. I, bum- I I went in there one day for brunch and you served me. And really? I remember was I scowling? Being, I, no, no. I think you were pretty pretty lovely. Okay. It was relatively empty, though. So you Fine. may have just been relieved that you didn't <laughs> have any customers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I decided I need to make money. Yeah, not waitressing. And so I did this night course in illustration um, over six months with Adrian Gyoen. Okay, I think that's how you say it. Um, and that was good. That was, where was that? Did you go to a like a building for that? Yeah, or was it was in it the Carmelite oh, okay. um, monastery place. The yeah community center down there beside the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was good. It was good in that it was like focusing my mind for six months every every Wednesday night or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, uh, this is what I do. I we go and draw pictures and stuff. And yeah, and then I just called myself an illustrator. Okay, fabulous. Yeah. And that was it. Just that lashed it. illustrator on the end of your name. Yeah, I was just like, hey, away I'm, you went. I'm an illustrator, by the way. So how long was it, <laughs> would you say, until you felt legit, you know? Because... When? when well, I mean, or do you? Do, do you still not feel legit? Do you no, still do think, know. like, I can't believe people are paying me for this? Or do you still feel like... Or, or have you turned that corner where now you're actually like, no, no, this is, you know, that's a 500 euro job, like, yeah. because of what it's the value that it provides to you yeah I guess that's only started like in the last year or two okay yeah because yeah. it is a very hard thing to sort of get your head around crazy um, that's and the hardest thing oh absolutely really yeah yeah thing. and like I know everybody talks about imposter syndrome mm. and all that which we all feel yeah. and I'm currently suffering from right yeah. now yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even yeah. though I as I previously mentioned have a degree in digital media I'm a trained radio professional Doesn't I matter. used to train other people in radio production and yet I'm like do I have a license to do anything <laughs> <laughs> I have a license to drive that's I know good, that yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um so what was your first job who who when did you first get the or do you remember did you have did you do something for your friend or how did it start did you get a call from a stranger when was the first sort of like Shit's getting real moment. Um, I don't know. Like, I think I uh, maybe I did record covers or post gig posters because oh, I was lovely. in a band all that time. So I used to meet people and they were like, can you design me a poster or something? Okay. And, and would you draw them or are you a graphic designer as um, well? No, I'm not. Not trained anyway. Um, I would draw them, hand draw them and then get my friend who was a graphic designer to help me scan it in. Okay, yeah. And then just ring her constantly going, I can't work It's come out upside down, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I, do you know that marching ant line in Photoshop when you select something? Yeah. 
It's a little select tool. I didn't know how to get rid of it for a year. So I just closed the whole program <laughs> and opened it and again. Opened it again. That's, that's what I like to refer to as a Harriet solution. <laughs> because yeah. that's what like, I do. And it's like, Works. we can all stand around talking about how it's supposed to work, yeah. but it's not fucking doing it. Yeah. So can we just like move on from this, please? Yeah, totally. Or like, I'm like, look, if it's ugly, I'll cover it up with paper. Like, can we just move on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, I can't deal with it. Yeah, no, it's just, it's never going to. And I love my favorite is like, blokes being like but normally I'm like don't fucking normally me yeah. okay I know how normally how computers work but that's not this time now's not the time my yeah. friend the project's due in three hours just make yeah. it happen okay thanks yeah uh, yeah um, okay so album covers friends posters, posters for gigs and, and then stuff. like I around that time I was also like oh do you know what I like letters um, because when we're looking you know you look up reference for illustration in that night course and it's like what do you like do you like kids' books? No, I don't like kids' books. No. Doing them anyway. Yeah. Um, do you like, you know, graphic design stuff? And I was always drawn to lettering. So I was like, oh, cool. Mm. And for some reason, it stuck with me. I just love letters. And then... I mean, the word typography mm-hmm. is like, it makes, it's like music to my ears. Yeah, it's beautiful. I just love it. It's, it's wonderful. So, so and cultured. Then, yeah. And even when you think about like... um. I suppose, obviously, we've got like the Renaissance artists and mm. all that. And then obviously stuff from around the world that we're not taught in, mm-hmm. you know, junior search history. Um, but like shop fronts. Yeah. They're they're one of the, the, the only ways that people have visual communication that sort of existed mm-hmm. in society for, you know, a couple of centuries yeah, between yeah. the Renaissance and modern art, I guess. Totally. You know? Yeah. So it's amazing. I read somewhere like, is it... Okay, I'm not great with facts. That's fine. Or We're dates. very loose on, 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 on fact checking here. So imagine <laughs> the American gold rush. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah. So you've got like a general store and mm-hmm. everyone goes in and they buy flour in the bag. They're like, can I have one bag of flour? Mm-hmm. There's no brands, right? Mm-hmm. When people started to diversify into brands, that's when that's the rise of like typographical signs and advertising and uh, the work from that. Because I'm. It, it makes me think, like, why did someone decide that, you know, Cadbury's, for yeah. example, who decided to make that look so delicious and lovely? Yes. Um, how, how did they figure out that that yeah. was delicious and lovely? And, yeah. th- and then it made me think, well, it wasn't always like that. And so there's this turning point in the middle of the 19th century where typography became really important yeah. in selling. It's tied to capitalism, actually. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like, newspaper, uh, the printing, mm-hmm. you know... Um, putting those blocks in to print the page and all yeah. that. And then they went, Letters. a bit of diversity, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's so, so fascinating. Um, so, yeah, lettering, design and stuff. Um, and then, so I was just telling people I was an illustrator after that. So this around 2012. Yeah. Um, I was still really bad at Photoshop, couldn't barely use it. And then I went to an animation festival in Berlin in 2013 and I came back and I was like, oh my God, animation's the best thing ever. I have to learn how to do this. Okay. And I got like a late acceptance on a course in Ballyfermit and I did the first two years of the degree there. Okay. Yeah. And that was amazing. It was really hard. Yes. Yeah. No, animation (laughs) is really hard. I have always stayed away from it because, well, I can't really draw is one thing <laughs> and now I say that now doesn't matter Fine. yeah I mean I I like I feel like that maybe I shouldn't have said that because I am <laughs> I do have an art 
profile on Instagram yeah. that when I, I got made redundant a couple of years ago and mm-hmm. I was looking for a job and it was obviously driving me mad mm-hmm. and the whole going for interviews, putting your life into this mm-hmm. 45 minutes and then getting the knock back and la 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 yeah, and you know and it goes and I still haven't gotten a replacement job from the job that I was made redundant from so this is why I made my own job yeah fair which is this podcast mm-hmm. um, but they like when I looked back on it and I was sort of going okay look I have to do something to start to feel like I have a focus or a brief or something you know because yeah, yeah. if I just keep applying for jobs and going this is horrendous mm. And I never thought I'd be someone who was e- who would say, you know, things like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it occurred to me at that point in time that nearly every interview I had gone for for the previous like ten years, mm-hmm. I had gotten the job or the place in the college or the mm. whatever. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit. so I had far to fall you know Um, and like look I'm not it's not like I'm hugely impressive in getting jobs all Mm. over the place it just so happened that like when I applied for a course in photography in Limerick I got accepted I didn't do that course Mm -hmm. because my granny got sick and I had to look after her but Mm. Uh, you know, and then so so I hadn't even though I hadn't actually done everything that I'd been accepted yeah. to or gotten the the uh, the offer for. Yeah, I had an I hadn't gotten a rejection. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously got like a lot of rejection emails from yeah. all these interviews that I was going to, and I thought, well, God, so I have. It's called Harry Art instead of Harriet, obviously. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, love a bit of messing with letters, and uh, it's it, and it literally says, you know, just draw, drawing to to keep me sane. Yeah, and Ooh. so that's how I started. I started just doing that, and yeah. so then I I shouldn't really say that I can't really draw <laughs> because I can if I. Yeah. Um, Harry art. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's great, and I love it. Yeah. Um, but animation is it's baller. Fuck. Oh my god! Because yeah. when you find out that like forty five people have been working on this film for four months and they're still four seconds in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, no, I'm sorry, that's not for yeah, me. Yeah. I, I need, to, I, ha- I have to, I operate on a different area altogether. Totally. So like, I wouldn't have the scope or the patience of the scope or something. You know, yeah. I, I like, I need to see like returns faster. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, fair enough. So like, like, I fully admire anyone who's willing to get into animation. Yeah, totally. I went there, like there was um a in the uh, Galway Film Festival Mm -hmm. The Fla Mm -hmm. and there was a um, short so Mm -hmm. about five minutes maybe three and it was very based on a like a sideboard in a country kitchen you know like a cabinet and all the leaves uh, leaves all the plates changed and the cups were moved and Ah. but it was animated yeah and after they played it to us it was sweet and it was lovely and it was Mm. great and it made us smile and we were like Mm. great great they said that took eight years (laughs) And we were, and I just thought, no way, man. <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah. I don't have it in me. I know. So you're amazing well, to, to even be willing, I think. I didn't know what it entailed before it started. <laughs> I just saw the end result and was like, that's so cool. Yeah. And, and I didn't, I had never really, like, apart from the usual 80s things of like She Ra. Dog Tanyon I used to have a crush on oh one of dogs. Who didn't? On Muskehounds. Yeah, you know the, yeah. The I like. I really fancied the biker mice from Mars. Oh, I didn't Do you remember, remember that. No, oh, that was deadly. Yeah, I mean they were on motorbikes. That's cool. 
That's yeah. Cool. Oh, they were deadly. I love them. Yeah. And uh, like, I really fancied the lead guy. <laughs> Don't know his name or anything. No memories yeah. of it. And then Jim and the holograms actually is yeah, one of my very favorites cool. as well. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so apart from that, like I watched cartoons in the 80s when I was a kid, but I didn't, I'm not really into manga or um, I was going to say hentai. Um, <laughs> that either. I mean, um, anime. Excuse yeah, me. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but so I just I like the I like the idea that you can make pictures move. That's what I was going to do. And then but when I got in there, they were kind of like there was very clear delineation between um, the style of animation that they were teaching, which is a particular style. And as the college was founded as a kind of feeder school to make um, to make workers for Sullivan Bluth. Um, okay. Yeah, this animation studio in the eighties. So they were they were quite quite tied to a certain way of animating, mm. um, and that wasn't really what I realize now, or not really what I was interested. I'm more interested in experimental animation and art animation, but there was that was like a different kettle of fish. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, but I mean, technically, I got to learn how to animate, which was yeah. amazing, and that's really interesting mm-hmm. and really hard. And yes. I really enjoyed the life drawing classes. Mm. And the layout classes and stuff, like in terms of composition and even just the idea of practice. You know, artists talk about practice. Yeah. Um, this is my practice. And you're like, oh, stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but now I'm well, like, what they mean is, is they're practicing. Yeah. Yeah. They're <laughs> yeah. practicing. And it's like, oh, that's how you get better. Yeah, I know. And I it's funny with this before. thing with like music, for example, yeah. someone says, oh, we have rehearsal. Yeah. They, you don't you don't go, when are you playing? Yeah, when's right. your gig on yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're just like oh okay yeah you don't question their sort of like right to do that yeah yeah totally. and like even if someone's quite shit mm-hmm. you don't go like you're shit at that you should stop you know <laughs> you'd never think I that i wish i could say that yeah <laughs> don't sometimes <we>? yeah <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't do that. Yeah. No. <laughs> but, you know, and so when, but they're the sort of things you say to yourself when you draw something that isn't good. Yeah. Or when I draw something that mm-hmm. isn't good, I'm like, see, I'm crap at this. Why would I even try? But yeah. it's like, this is the first time I've ever tried to draw whatever, oh, you know, a boat leaving the port in yeah. the Mediterranean or something. And then, uh, so you te- I tended to always just do the same thing then. Yeah, something I knew I could do. Yeah, this like right. type of flower or this rose, and yeah. I just do it over and over and over and over and over again. It's a bit like um, the way teenage girls constantly write down their names. Like yeah. I was always at that, and it never really occurred to me that like it's because I love letters, lettering, yeah. and yeah. write and signs and stuff. And I do totally. Yeah, and like then when you get your hands on like drawing books, mm. and you're sort of in it and you're really excited, you're like, this is going to be deadly. You open it, and it's it's quite like letter based mm-hmm. and it's like one T and it's showing you 17 different ways of doing a T and you sort of go like oh this isn't and it's like all black and white but you know it's a very heavy yeah. textbook yeah, yeah. and you're like I wasn't expecting that. I thought it would be a bit more like <laughs> fun. fun and bubbly yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know yeah so yeah practice is is it because yeah absolutely it definitely is a thing and I definitely um saw like a pretty quick return I started drawing um, it's funny I can draw clothes Mm -hmm. on their own Mm -hmm. like if I were to uh, and I have designed a fashion collection Mm -hmm. on paper Mm -hmm. uh, and I can draw naked people Mm -hmm. but I can't draw people dressed (laughs) I just cannot draw dressed people yeah it's (laughs) so so fun isn't it it's like will I draw the dress cut it out stick it on top yeah yeah. (laughs) another Harriet solution yeah yeah fair enough (laughs) yeah um Let's talk a little bit about imposter syndrome because you brought it up there. Yeah. Um, it's, I think, right, 
little my personal two cent on mm-hmm. it. It's the worst and hardest thing for most people to get over. Yeah. That's the hardest thing that I've ever had to, you know, professionally yeah. deal with. Yeah, yeah. Bad clients, whatever, or not bad clients, or just, you know. A stressful bad, work experience, yeah. yeah. It doesn't even compare to the self-doubt oh, that God, builds. No. Yeah. Um, and I've only started doing, I'm 37, I'm going to be 38 this year, and I don't, that like that, only now I feel okay. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? like, yeah. But I, most, most people, most women I know actually have it way more, and it's shit. <laughs> it is incredibly shit, because when we think about, like, um, looking back on... <clears throat> the sort of stuff we used to look at when we were young, like mm. films. So mm-hmm. the only film I can think of with an RT type person in it right now mm. is Three Men and a Baby. Unfortunately for me. Who's, who's the RT person? Uh, there's an animator guy. He's the one who I don't know the Steve name of. Steve not Ten Tad Danson or Tom Selleck. Steve Guttenberg. The other fella. <laughs> yeah, in that. I'm going to rewatch that. And so he's all the drawings on the walls oh, and all yeah. The, Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, I was scrambling there to try and think of a film with a woman who's an artist and I can't think of one. So please correct me and send, send in your list. Um, listener, please yeah. educate me. But um, when I think about that, when we look at those people, like they're like 31-year-old men. Yeah. And from our children's eyes or young people's eyes were looking up at this film going they're grown-ups they're successful Mm grown-ups and then you look at yourself at that age and you go oh no like we are them Mm -hmm. we just for some reason haven't got that like confidence Mm -hmm. to even project outwardly because there's a lot like the self-deprecation that we engage in Mm -hmm. as a a women b creatives Mm -hmm. you sort of go like, how can anyone ever recover? Because you go like you do. You could do a whole amazing painting, mm. and you make one strike. Yeah, wrong. Oh, there's the pussycat. Hi, baby. Say hello again. No. Meow. No. <laughs> um, you make one strike, and or like one brush of your mm. your paintbrush or your pen, and you've you've like ruined it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go and and you completely. You're like, well, and. There's no balance to be had from the other, the previous like 400 strikes of your pen that were great. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, how are we supposed to stop doing that? I mean. It's a bunch of things, right? So like you mentioned there when we were growing up in the 80s, there wasn't that many, there was amazing women. Yes, visible. I yeah. just didn't see that many. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. In Wicklow. Well, in also, the we were in Ireland. So yeah, we were, they yeah. were probably banned or whatever. <laughs> you know, had no bra on or something. <laughs> yeah, <sake>. totally. <laughs> so, like, um, someone was asking me to talk about um, un- unconscious bias. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, you, you're you kind of biased against something, but you don't even realise it. So yes. Yeah, if you yeah. don't see women, um, successful women, CEOs or something, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, they probably don't exist. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. If I think about it, there's nothing wrong with it, but I don't want to, that's not something I would do because I can't, I've never seen it happen. Yes, yes. Um, so I think that's one thing. Like I, I just noticed when I was about mm-hmm, 21 or two, I, um, friends with a lot of musicians and artists, yeah. female ones, um, they can be women too. Oh. Uh, oh, shocking. I mean, the best ones are. <laughs> <laughs> and they, and most of them were like super talented. They wouldn't put themselves forward and like, you know, if you're playing in a session or something or a gig or, yeah. you know, 
just jamming with people. They wouldn't like jump up there. There was always some fucker with the guitar who yeah, would bash yeah, out Wonder yeah. Wall. Well, like, there's like it's ten thousand tweets a day that say the same thing. Yeah, you know, like what it's amazing what one mediocre man will <laughs> will put himself forward for yeah, yeah. when you've got like a thousand yeah, they, highly acclaimed women who'd be like oh no I don't think I'm, I'm not, not sure ready. that wouldn't be yeah. for me I, I'd would, ha- yeah women are I think more critical of themselves they're like no it's not ready yet it's not perfect so yeah. there's this push towards perfection um, and also they describe what they're doing as like something small it's like oh it's just a small like album I wrote you know? yeah yeah you're like <laughs> wrote a whole and recorded it by yeah. yourself yeah, there's, yeah like, and, oh, then, and they think project. that that makes it shit rather than yeah. that actually being that's really important like those men who aren't that good yeah have a studio and like a record company paying for things and yeah. la- and they and their album still isn't as good as yours and you did it on your own in yeah. your kitchen or shed or whatever yeah. But like I so I I think everything gets a bit um, muddy after a while. Like I have these talks with male friends as well, and I, I'm trying to explain to them it's in no way am I blaming them. Oh yeah, thinking no, no. they're terrible. Yeah, because they're lovely. Yeah, they're our friends. Yeah, and, yeah, they're amazing. But I would just love women to know their worth and be a bit more pushy about it actually yes yeah. but I think for for me I only kind of started getting out of that when when I set up a business so that was four years ago when I started freelancing okay um because I realized really quickly within the space of a week or two if I didn't believe in myself like nobody would hire me yeah so it was really like it was a bit of a shock it's like there's no room for self-deprecation here yeah yeah because somebody's paying you money so like get your shit together or fucking leave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. No, um, you're totally right. And I suppose um like as well, you've got in my head I'd be like, if I went if somebody commissioned me mm. to do something, I'd be like, What if I fucked it all up? Mm. And I, I and I, I went to myself, uh, paint over it and start again. It's not a problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if you go to record an album and the bass player doesn't come in on the right riff or whatever yeah, you don't go do oh well that's ruined <laughs> <laughs> you go okay back to the start <laughs> you know? yeah totally yeah um yeah so it's that's been good in that it got me it made me become serious about what I do where yeah. I wasn't serious about it before I mean I I thought I was serious mm. but I didn't take myself seriously for about 36 years yeah <laughs> So I've only got three more years to go until yeah. I start taking myself seriously. Here yes. we go. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the things that I noticed on, when I was trolling through your, your instagram mm. gorgeousness mm-hmm. was a little animation that you did. Um, and it, you uh, in your description, you had said, one of the things I like to do is <laughs> a procrastinate, uh, which is animate <laughs> as a form of procrastination. Yeah. <laughs> which is amazing. Uh, so that's a whole new word that we should definitely like... I'm not sure. Involve in our should lives. it be procrastination or procrastianimation? Yeah, yeah, or an procrast. No, no, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. there is a word sandwich to be had. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, done it. Just give us, give us a few minutes. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're not on on tape. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of pens. We'll do you a lovely sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, it's like when I have to do accounts or yeah. send a difficult email, I'm like, oh, I'd really love to just not do that now. Yeah. So I'll either eat something mm. or um, make a gift. Well, Should fair enough. More yeah. And how many gifts have you made? <laughs> I don't know, 20 or something. Amazing. And are they, can you, if I were to just Google, give, give, are they like 
available in the no the a lot wild of them are web. really bad oh good so what any, i mean in a way it means you own them i suppose yeah mm-hmm. some of them i think i have a giphy account and they're on giphy okay um Amazing. yeah but they're great because okay so there's how many drawings in most gifs depends how long they are but like mm. minimum 10 real drawings yeah like keyframes and then in-betweens but so it's it's really like achievable and if you'd like them, you get results after yeah, an hour. Or two. Yeah, <laughs> not waiting three years for yeah. it to come out. Um, so that's why I like making them, and also I like looped animation. Yeah, it's a very satisfying thing. It's it like, is. Oh, it's back to the start. Yeah, and I don't even have to press any buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like Lovely. a palindrome or something. Yeah, or like when Vine came out, <coughs> a six-second uh, app Vine. You could record. Oh, yeah. You it would only record it when you put your you know thumb on the button, but yeah. like Instagram Live. Yeah. But and then you could stop and like so you could make people disappear or. There was some amazing cool. ones done with a group of friends where they had like um, swimming pool set up. So either like Australia, America, places where people have pools in their gardens. Yeah. And they had three of their friends do this jump. But they so they disappeared Very cool. before they hit the pool. And oh. like it was just it was amazing. And I mean, whatever. <laughs> it's disappeared now. Yeah. But it was great crack while it lasted. Oh, yeah. Mm. And you're also a wonderful jazz singer. Huh, oh, I don't know about wonderful. Well, I tried. Well, I've listened. <laughs> and I said you're wonderful. Okay, so fine. That's it. Um, it's a fact. Yeah, I try very hard. Okay, do you? <laughs> yeah. And do it's you, something do you, do I work you, at. Do you, uh, when you say you try very hard, do you, like, did you seek lessons? Actually, yeah, I've done lessons. So yeah. I, uh, I was saying before, my dad's a musician, mm-hmm. um, and he taught me to play guitar when I was about um, 12. Okay. Um, so that's when I started playing music. And I started writing music when I was about... Um, 14. Now, do you mean writing music or writing lyrics? Both. Okay. Writing songs. Yeah. Um, and then I used to play in bands and stuff. And then I released a record in 2012 that I've written. It was basically, it was a 30th birthday present to myself. Oh, Yeah, it was, it was nice. So nice. Yeah, I was like, I'd, I'd sat on this bunch of songs for 10 years and I just recorded them and then released it and it was lovely. It killed me because I am a control freak as well. Sure. So I had to do everything. I made two videos, I made the record. The cover art. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> got the gig together and had session musicians and, you know, I was all a bit mad yeah. and then I ran out of steam so I haven't done it since. So, Fair enough, it's, yeah. it's a big undertaking. Yeah, it's bananas. Yeah. You yeah. shouldn't do these things on your own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I, I started playing um, in a gypsy jazz band uh, with friends of mine and that's really fun. And I have done, I did Adele Mead's singing course. Okay. Adele is a jazz singer mm-hmm. um, and I do, yeah, just it's back to the practice thing actually. Because I've been a musician for like, I don't know, 15 years or whatever. But yeah. only recently I've started practicing. Okay, yeah, yeah. testament to how stupid I can be. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, we're like, all just trotting after you, Holly. Uh, it's um, not, so yeah. it's good. And is the band is called, the one that you sing with currently, you only played in Arthur's quite recently. Yeah. Was that recent recent enough? Uh, the Talca Hot Club. Is the that what Talca you're Hot Club, yeah. yeah. Nice. It's, um, a lot of the lads are from... Talca yeah. area in North Strand, which I actually I live in now. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's gypsy jazz music. Uh, is there like, do you have like a Southsider Rivals who are like a blues group called the <laughs> the Daughter Cold Club? No. <laughs> that would be cool. I think there's a, like there's probably around uh, thirty people in Dublin who love gypsy jazz. Yeah, so they come to their gigs and oh, well, not nice them. many other people. But know still, what it I is mean, that's all you need. Yeah, it? yeah, they love it. Yeah, so it's very it's it's quite a niche band. It's like gypsy jazz mixed with Balkan. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> well, I, I listened to you earlier and okay, uh, cool. it was it was gorgeous. Great. Gorgeous. 
Amazing things. <laughs> no, nothing to be to be worried about there. I don't think. I was like, oh my god, amazing. <laughs> Um, but that is something that I didn't know about you until I um, oh, wow. okay, scrolled back. And actually, funnily enough, having obviously um, met you a few years ago, because mm-hmm. you're, we have a friend in common, mm-hmm. lovely Lee, who I mentioned, I think nearly every podcast. Because yeah. Hi, Lee. I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. Uh, hi, Lee. <laughs> lovely Lee. Um, but I, I didn't actually know that about you. And it, it occurred to me that I started following you on Instagram mm. without realizing that you were you. Weird. Yeah. Who do you think it was? Well, because I I only ever saw pictures of your of your work rather than your face. That's cool. And I never (laughs) knew that your surname was Pereira either, because no one would ever have told. They were like, "Oh, I'm going to meet Holly. Oh, Holly's over there. Holly this." And so I I hear you know you painted my face once on Grafton Street years ago. It was great, and it was like um, you know, hey, it's Holly, and I'm like, oh yeah, hi Holly, (laughs) but I never knew your surname. That's nice. Didn't have any like I've, up until this morning. I thought you were in NCID with Lee, but yeah, it turns no. out you actually left before she yeah, even yeah. got there. <laughs> so what I know, what I think I know, is actually all not correct. All wrong. Uh, yeah. Cool. So it was only when uh, you put up a picture, uh, or someone took a photo of you and you posted it on your Instagram page quite recently enough, mm-hmm. like uh, maybe two months, three months ago, I'm going to say. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, it's Holly. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Dublin's so, so small. It Look, is. That's the maddest thing. And actually, that's why I like working in Dublin now, because I've kind of, through meeting loads of people over mm. the years from music, from art, from NCAD, from Ballyfermot, I know, not saying it's great or anything, but I know a good few people. Yeah. And that's where I get a lot of work from. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And especially, I suppose, people our age who are, are you know, in the, the uh, age Block, box that we fit into yeah, yeah, totally. and they're all they're doing the same thing that we're sort of doing you know yeah. they're all going here I have to sort my life out everybody yeah, else yeah. we're all 31 as well you know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> shit yeah. I have to get serious about this so you tend to open your cafe or try your little restaurant yeah. or whatever and they go cool. oh hey we need a sign yeah <laughs> it is cool yeah. um, because I was thinking how nice it must be for you to, when I was looking through all mm. the stuff you've done which is like a lot mm-hmm. Um that it, like even whether you're in Belfast or Dublin, mm-hmm. you can sort of walk around and you're like relatively surrounded by your your work, which is is sort of quite lovely. I suppose so. Yeah, I think yeah. that. Really, and do you feel like uh, when you walk past, say, a shop front, the, the bakery on Cable Street? Oh or, yeah, or the, I the didn't north, do it the might be on Niffy Street. Yeah, no, it's on the Cable flowers Street. Around the Camarino. Edges. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a lovely place. It is lovely. Oh, yeah. Cake. Yeah, there. I like their window display a lot. Mm. Um, but like, so when you walk past there, do you? Do you look? Do you not look? Like, is it like hearing your your own music? Do you run away? <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I don't. I forgot about that one. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Karina. Well, I love not the there. Place. I can go yeah. pick somewhere else. Yeah, it's a gorgeous place. But um, if no, you walk past like um, a print uh, shop and you see your your fanny print, yeah. say in the window, do you do you look at it? Do you really? I'm always thinking away? about the next thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't cringe, but I'm just always thinking about the next thing okay okay um, yeah, yeah. but when I hear my voice on videotape or oh yeah yeah recorded I want to die okay well I look forward to you never listening to this then <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't sound like that do yeah. I yeah and everyone's like, like is, yeah you sound is my exactly voice that manish uh, yes Harriet it is uh, I had um the wonderful and lovely Kaz9 on mm-hmm and when I listened back to our episode, <laughs> post it, put it up on online, I was saying to her, oh, it'll be up in a couple of hours. You know, it takes a while for the feed to send everything to iTunes and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And uh, she was voice messaging me, which I, I love voice messages. Yeah, they're cool. Um, and it's funny how much I hate my voice because I've yeah. always said, like, look, if if I if I've got anything, I've got my voice. <laughs> and that refers back to me as being 
loud yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I can command an entire room's attention when like there's loud music on and I'm, and I'm a bit I've, even though I am a mummy I have always been a bit like put that down yeah, yeah. you know and people <laughs> listen to me <laughs> so so I'm like yeah. the disciplinarian yeah ever, wow. even in teenage room like don't do that for god's sake the police are just around the corner <laughs> you know, or whatever yeah. um but when I think about how funny that is, because I got on to Kaz and I was like, uh, yeah, this is what the podcast is like. It's like, hi, Kaz, <laughs> Harriet here doing my podcast. And you're like, oh, I'm a sweet baby angel because her voice is like this and it's just so wonderful. <laughs> and then, you know, when people talk about like their radio voice yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I haven't got the focus. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I've, I, I obviously want a radio voice. Yeah. But what, what you're hearing now, I'm afraid, is why you get yeah, totally. but it goes through me now yeah. I will listen to it yeah that's one thing I have enough ego to keep me from pressing stop handy yeah. but I do just it, it is very hard work it's yeah. quite painful yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like oh if only I sounded like this <laughs> I wish um but I don't <laughs> so. I've kind of I know what you mean like I will yeah want to die and not listen to it but yeah. I'm kind of veering towards a stage of self-acceptance oh yeah I know it's just finally it happened um because I'm like oh I'm gonna die soon well not like really soon but yeah sooner rather than heading towards halfway there yeah yeah right I'm gonna be 40 in two years so I'm like oh I might as well get on board with everything about it and not be cringing all the time like if that's in terms of body image or how I sound is like Fuck it, this is the way it is now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And And I think, like, getting older and obviously some of the things in society, like Me Too and whatever, Mm, um, have helped us all to sort of, you know, we're all in it together and all that. You do you, babe, and all that, you know, all those sort of motivational (laughs) um, chats uh, help you. But, like, it's still there. I remember... I was in uh, Slovenia with Lee, mm-hmm. who I'm uh, obviously can't it's stop mentioning. The Lee show. Yeah, it Here is. We are. <laughs> Lee San Juan Arcade. That's what it's called. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, it'd be a much better podcast than this. Um, but she and we were there in, and she's been living there for a few, a couple of years at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, we were in the Julian Alps at a freezing cold wonderful beautiful lake in the summertime mm-hmm. and the her friends who were there most of them were blokes but there was a couple of uh, women mm-hmm. and they were changing out of their bikinis amazing and like they just changed yeah and I'm like does she not know that I and my kid and all those boys and uh, I mean men you know and I was like <laughs> The confidence yeah. of this girl. Did she not Woman, have Catholic did guilt? She when she not was realized up? that we can see her boobs. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't have that now. Yeah. I, and so I spent a lot of time after that. Really, so anytime I find myself, like even in a swimming pool changing room, when mm. you're with your child, which you know is the time you're going to drop a boob, right? Yeah, because sure. you have to, t- you have to dry someone else who's basically a massive pain in the arse. <laughs> And everyone's hungry and everyone wants to leave. Crazy. And you know that horrible, like, I'm cold, but I'm also sweating. Yeah. Uh, swimming pool changing room. And like when you're dealing with another little mm. human who's a spe- also the opposite sex to you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's that. You're like, how, what age, you know, as he got older, obviously yeah. when he was littler, it was fine. 
But yeah, so you're like, you're always going to accidentally drop a towel and you'll have, you know, the, le- the left hit will make an appearance or whatever. <laughs> and you're like, so I just think of her, that girl by that lake, that yeah. woman by that lake. And I'm like, channel my inner, yeah. whatever your name was. Inner naked lady. Yeah, exactly. Naked just lady. And it was just like, so, and nobody, no, no none of those lads oh. like turned an eye or any, of course not. Because they're, you know, and actually. They're Europeans. They that's just an ad brilliant. for Slovenia in yeah. general. It is <laughs> the best place I've ever been. Yeah. But it is also the only place I've been in the world where I have had not, not a side look, not a creepiness, no whistling, wow. no arse slapping. It's the, it is free of ogling. Wow. And you could walk down the three bridges in a bikini mm-hmm. and a pair of stilettos and people would just not bother not even look twice wow. and it's just lovely so if you actually want a holiday from earth yeah Ljubljana is the place to go yeah it's amazing oh, cool yeah. Maybe I'll go there. Mm. yeah do um, yeah yeah so no judgement um, it's nice it's great being older yeah, brilliant, it is nice. Yeah, yeah. Don't give a shit anymore. No, no, and and yeah. you, like you've no reasons to give a shit. Yeah. I suppose as well because you know the the dynamic of your relationships, I guess, have changed and stuff mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. and uh, or you don't see the same people necessarily or whatever. And just yeah, you just sort of grow up really, and yeah. you go yeah, like, look, this is what it's like. This yeah. is me. That's the shape <laughs> of my body or the way my face is or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, look forward to growing up, mm. kids. <laughs> All the all the kids listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, I suppose if you are a um, creative person, and even mm. if you do work in a bank mm. or you are a chef or you know whatever, yeah. because that's the thing about creativity, I find, especially in the modern uh, sense of the word, um, sort of everything falls under that umbrella. I, mm. I feel like, or it can the creativity can, umbrella? yeah, yeah. Um, so you could be like a app designing, sure millionaire kid yeah, yeah but you you know you still might fall under the creative design as opposed yeah. to like in the 80s you would have been like a you know a plucky michael j fox working in a big building in new york or whatever yeah yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> um so like but i suppose the takeaway is to to be like look just the imposter sh- syndrome should be you pretending that you're confident mm-hmm. until it actually works yeah, yeah that's what i think you've got to invert that yeah yeah totally um it's it is really hard to get over, but I don't know. Like when I when I was in NCAD, I remember asking this guy who's a really good artist. Um, he was in my class, and I was like, "How do you know that you're an artist?" I was twenty one at this yeah. time, and really like, "Oh, that's just, so sweet." I, know. I was like, "How do you know?" <laughs> and he was like, "I just know I am." Like, yeah, it's like, wow. "Sorry, I've got this uh, dick and balls between my legs." Yeah. So uh, <laughs> <Yeah, say laughs> that this amazing <laughs> this amazing confidence. I don't know where it comes from. Um, yeah, I know. It was. Yeah, but like a lot of the boys, and I know this isn't across the board because a lot of men yeah, of course, yeah, are yeah. very yeah, un... Yeah. Hashtag not all men. Yeah. Just yeah. don't say that yourself because then then you are one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're the rules. <laughs> but um, they, they were, the lads seem to have a quite a bit more confidence than... Well, they seem maybe they were just projecting it. Maybe they were pretending, yeah. Yeah, but they were like, yeah, my work is great. Check it out. Wow. I was like, who are this? This is just a small little thing I made. Yeah, this is just something I stayed up all night. My fingers are bleeding. (laughs) Um, But so, yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to be out of that now. And well, I still get pangs of it. Yeah. But I, one, remember I'm going to die soon. Two, oh yeah, this is, well, actually what spurred me on starting a business because I was really nervous about it and I was like, yeah. I can't do that. I God, I can't do that. Mm. And then it's like, you're going to be broke if you don't work at this and you don't want to be a waitress. So 
fucking do something. Yeah. Um, and it's, I had it in my head, if, if I don't do it, then someone else will do it and I'll kick myself yeah. for years and go, I oh, shit, I should have done that. Yeah, I did that for years with podcasts. Yeah. I, I like, I've been saying to my best friend who I have great chats on the phone with, which let's not pretend for a second that she's really involved because really I'm just talking at her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was like, if only we could record both sides of this conversation <laughs> and then it would be the best part. And this was before like my favourite murder or any yeah. of the things got big and famous and we were all listening to them. Yeah. And so then when those, when podcasting did become, mm-hmm. you know, the hipster buzz, mm-hmm. I felt like, well, I lo- I had my chance right. and I didn't take it yeah. and I'm a fool. And, and, and now there's no point. I'll never catch them. <laughs> I'll never, I could never do anything. As I also have this problem where I try not, like if somebody said, hey, why do you write a film? I'd be like, yeah, sound. Don't tell me about a film, a short film you've just seen because mm-hmm. then all I'll be able to think about oh, is yeah. the plot of that film, you know? So I'd be like, no. what would I make a podcast on? Well, I can't do favourite murders, obviously. <laughs> you know, so I'd spend my time thinking about what I can't do yeah, in, because it's already been done and all that and like that whole area. Mm-hmm. And like, as I have said, I was... I've been a radio professional. I trained people in this. I had the equipment. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have no real reason I was going to say no excuse but that's the wrong word again Mm. that's that's giving out to myself you know Mm -hmm. I had no real reason stopping me it Mm -hmm. wasn't like oh well maybe when I save up enough money I can buy the microphone like I literally have the equipment yeah and you know and then of course I can use the mothering as an excuse well I was busy you know he was young (laughs) and la 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 Mm -hmm. you know and I had a job for until 2016 or whatever Mm -hmm. um but I'm so since starting because uh I mean, when did I first? My first recording was in May, I think. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, even in that time, Mm. so many more new podcasts have come out, especially out of Dublin. (laughs) And I was thinking to myself, imagine how how horrible I'd feel Mm -hmm. if I hadn't have started two months ago because I'd feel like I had I had a bigger mountain to climb starting now big time you know and like there's there like great lessons to be learned from that yeah. sort of thing which is why I'm sort of going into it because someone else is feeling like someone listening to this is feeling like that about something mm. and like the things that I um just keep saying to me like the, th- the 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 like big learnings are things like just do it just turn up Mm. You know, like a lot of people in the business world would say, like, look, you just got to turn up every day. Just keep going. Even if you're not getting an answer, you keep and you sort of go, oh, God. But actually, do keep going. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Um, Yeah. And I love saying we're all in it together, (laughs) even though I'm actually talking to no one. (laughs) Because I'm not saying that to a person. I'm just saying, like, I'm hashtagging it on my Instagram posts, (laughs) you know, we're all in it together. Come on, pets, we can do it. But it's true. And if you do feel like that, like uh, lovely listeners Mm -hmm. or listener even, and you sort of think that one thing, if if, even if one person listens to this podcast and that one person is someone who turns out to end up doing the most fabulous signs that Dublin ever sees in 20 years because right. you know, whatever yeah and um, you know but it does it makes a huge difference yeah totally it, it's, it's like having faith that um you know everything start nothing starts from nothing yeah you know if like like you were saying this is knock on effect if like I made a decision three years ago or something that changed that yeah. I did a small job and it got into a bigger one and I got another one from it everything 
is yeah. joined together. And I also think as well, um, listening to podcasts is a very uplifting experience. A lot of people go on about mm-hmm. their um, mental health has improved and, you know, this sort mm-hmm. of thing because podcasters tend to be talking about it. And like it is definitely... You know, you've blind boy constantly telling people like, just go and draw a picture, just go outside, mm-hmm. listen to the birds, do whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, and he definitely, I mean, his podcast came out when I was probably in the height of my no job depressive phase. Yeah. And like, he means the world to me, mm-hmm. do you know, <laughs> like I can't wait for a Wednesday morning. Yeah. And um, and. Then the other, like the My Favourite Murder Gals are great Mm -hmm. to listen to as well and really, really good for, because they're just being honest because nobody's got an executive producer telling them, no, you can't say that or, you know, we're over the half an hour, you have to stop now or whatever. Super democratic. So it is, it's a great, like it's a a, sort of a a Mm self-fulfilling or self-help wheel that Mm -hmm. we're all on, which is sort of nice. And hopefully like we put in the groundwork now and then, you know, uh, the future women who are, still girls now like the yeah. 10 15 year olds now yeah. will grow up and go and they've seen all of us doing yeah. doing all of this you know totally i'm this is my mission for the next couple of years is to get more women or girls actually painting murals oh, and using spray paint because yeah. um, I I was really late to it. I think I only started using spray paint about two and a half years ago I was actually going to ask you about your spray paint because mm-hmm. I saw um, <clears throat> one of your time lapses mm-hmm. and I thought oh my God, she uses spray paint. <laughs> like, I really got like, oh, why? Because I just felt nervous. And it was initially just nervousness. I was like, how does why? she control where it goes? <laughs> and it just made me feel like if I, if I wasn't pressing a paintbrush against that surface, yeah. I, would, I would feel like, oh. and But like, I'm like, that's, I, that's why you're not, the muralist <laughs> it is a little bit so like, when did you come to spray I, I meant to um, have a whole spray paint based conversation wow. with you um, so I, I was asked to do this like live art battle in a graffiti oh. studio in North Strand near where I live actually um, called All Out Design and they were running this thing called Lifestyles which is two people in front of a live audience painting a large canvas wow. it, was a, it was a couple of 8 by 4 boards together mm-hmm. um, and the first time I did it I was I was like, oh, okay, so I'll use spray paint. That's a thing. Yeah. Because everyone else was graffiti artists or street artists, which are different things. I know that now. Um, Okay, I didn't know that. Well, I suppose graffiti is... It's the wonky graph. writing and street art. I wouldn't is. say wonky. Okay, Harriet, I'm going to yeah. be political. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm wrong. Sorry, I don't know anything about it. I'll stay out of it. It's very <laughs> political. I'm sure. <laughs> um, wonky writing. That's amazing. Um, but so I, I was like, okay, it's cool. I'll just. I'll buy a can of spray paint before and have a little practice. Got too busy. I think I was tired or something and I didn't practice. Mm -hmm. So when I got there, I was like, ah, so how does this work I just shake this can for a few (laughs) minutes. It was so bad, man. It was like, it was everywhere. It's like like painting with a wheelbarrow. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I spray painted... um, God, what was it? I can't remember. But anyway, I spray painted something gold in my garden. Um, nice. It goes everywhere. Yeah, gold like all the terrible, stones yeah. are gold now. Yeah. And it actually looks amazing. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. it's good, yeah. Um, but yeah, so after that, I was just determined to learn how because I was, it's it's simultaneously like really frustrating mm-hmm. and very addictive because yeah. you get like immediate swathes of colour in really bright opacities and it's very exciting and you're like oh my god it's huge and it's bright yeah um, and it's it dries super fast I mean even watching someone else spray paint yeah. is really like 
visually exciting. It's so super. I can't imagine how, how good it is to yourself. Yeah. yeah, but it's really, I find it really difficult. I was just saying to some friends of mine yesterday, we were at a jam and I was like, it, there's never really a point for me where it gets easier. It's always hard. Yeah, yeah. And like, why is this so difficult? Pain in your finger. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. My hand's sore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's great and I love it. But I want to encourage more women to do it because I'm in a collective called Manaw Collective. Okay. Which is... Um, most of the other women I know who do who use spray paint are in this collective okay Um, there's about seven of us I think or maybe eight and you're all roughly around in the same like age category age yeah yeah Yeah. actually 30s plus okay wow so there's no like 19 year old female no there I know there's a girl called um, Quillen yeah and she's a really great graffiti artist or street artist but she's the youngest one I know the other part from that maybe 30 so okay. I thought it was kind of market like mm. everyone in Manaw is in their mid to late 30s yeah. and 40s um, I wouldn't have had the balls to use spray paint when I was 19 no. just because I'd be scared of the boys yeah you would <laughs> be I yeah, mean they're like, already oh. down a lane so <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to walk into that situation and it's really intimidating because they're all lovely well most of, of the men I meet through spray paint are really sound and really like they've helped me no end and yeah and you probably learned stuff. from the t- teaching you and helping yeah, you and stuff totally yeah. but it's still really intimidating I find it really intimidating walking into a very male space mm. um, and trying to pretend you know what you're doing which is never the case I, like I never know what I'm doing yeah, it's just yeah. like oh well I, I tend to open with hi I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> that's good <laughs> Can you please I like that would you like to help me yeah um, um, but yeah and did you find did you have much like was there any um, pushback did you have like was it like you walk was it like a bit like a West Side Story scene <laughs> you walk down a lane and they all start clicking no. <laughs> and one of them sings so a song cool. about oh how you're God. never going to beat them. <laughs> That's what I thought grown-up life would be like. No, no. Most, like, anyone I've met through spray paint is just lovely. Oh, well, that's good. They're just like, here, I'll show you how to do this. And you're like, thank you. Um, so, yeah, it's very encouraging. But I think just to get to that place where I'm able to ask them yeah. for help, um, I have to be 36 or something. Okay, you know okay. I, mean? I couldn't have done it when I was, I'd be too like embarrassed or scared or... Or you wouldn't even have been there in the first place, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. And well, uh, there was also an element when we were 26, mm-hmm. um, you know, graffiti only happened in the middle of the night and you had to illegally cross some dark, line, dark right, lines. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, there was a lot of like getting up at 4am and because mm-hmm. I have a friend whose children, teenage kids... Mm-hmm. Uh, do graffiti and they were always getting arrested at five o'clock in the morning or whatever yeah. you know so it's it's yeah you're right it's more socially acceptable yeah now with the likes of subset and I think public opinion is like oh oh that's what it is it's yeah and also people are like that there's value in that that's yeah, art yeah. it's not um it's not rubbish yeah it's um yeah it, I'd say it's been a hard battle I'm only coming in at the end of it yeah you're, you're riding their coattails <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah. <laughs> yeah. thank you <laughs> Um, it's been a hard battle to get to that point in mm. terms of public opinion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's great. I mean, like, why not? There's fucking big ass ads everywhere. Exactly. Selling think about crap. that. Yeah. 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 And you're like, why can't we just make a nice picture? Yeah. Um, which I love. Um, the Dublin Canvas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're lovely. 
traffic signal boxes, yeah. which actually nearly every time I've said traffic signal box, everyone goes, what's a traffic? I'm like, it's an electricity box, but they're actually <laughs> traffic signal boxes. We just call them electricity boxes. <laughs> and, but uh, amazingly, I remembered about the saying, or sorry, I, that's a lie. I didn't remember. I overheard somebody saying, mm. I'm scarlet for your ma for having you. <laughs> and I went, oh my God, that's the best saying ever. And I, all, all those memories came back to me. Yeah, and I was exactly. like, fabulous. <laughs> and so I, uh, Went on Instagram stories and started going blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I was on a bus and I got off the bus one bus stop early because I saw on a <laughs> traffic signal box, a scarlet for your ma for having you. And I took a photograph of it and I put it on my Instagram stories. It was like, look what I found. And it turns out it was you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So again, I know nothing. Um, it is one of the best sayings. Oh, I like, love it. I love ever. dub sayings. I'm not from Dublin. I'm from Wicklow, so... Ah uh, yeah, but Greystones though. I know, you know, I know, but like I'm not from Dublin, Dublin. No, you you're know right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. A, I feel like a bit of a blow in here still. Okay. Um, but I love Dublin phrases. They're oh, fabulous. The yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, I love language in general. Like it's really interesting. Mm. Um, I did a piece the other day. It's it's the word spinster. Oh yeah. Um, and I just I love words like that because you know you think of the mi- spinster dictionary definition is an unmarried woman yeah. of a certain age and there's connotations of like desexualization as well. Yeah, like that that her, her womb doesn't work anymore so yes. therefore Plastic. she's useless. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then the the male equivalent is bachelor which has lovely connotations. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'd love a bachelor. Uh, yeah, That's great. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I like meanings and the, the colloquial meanings we take out of words as well. So that phrase, girl, for you, man, for having you is... It's one of my favourites. It is literally amazing. I'm so glad that you brought it back into my life because I'm sure it was you because uh, <laughs> whoever I overheard saying it's probably on Mead Street. I imagine it just walked past because it's not too oh, far. Yeah. It's in Dublin 8, yeah. the, the box. Um, but I have actually exciting news, which mm-hmm. is that I um, applied for a Dublin canvas. Amazing. And I got it. Cool. Uh, my one's in Kilbarrick. Deadly. Uh, in Dublin 5. And I uh, am very excited. What yeah. are you going to do? Well, they cho- I entered a few pieces. Yeah. And I did I did one thing especially for the entry. Yeah. And I thought that that would get it. It was actually, it was a Jim Larkin silhouette of the statue of his hands up in the air. Cool. Um, with a sort of swirly uh, patterned sky, I suppose. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that'll, that's that'll looks like sell. one of them to me. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, then I sent a second uh, application email with like six or seven of these sort of... Um, geometric animals with mm. um, filled in with my particular design that I do yeah I have like three or four different patterns yeah that I um, fill them all in with yeah and they picked uh, they picked the one so it's a lion Ooh. oh gorgeous and I'll show you after yeah and um, so yeah so that's really exciting um, but I but like looking at the sort of uh, scene in Dublin I suppose mm. or the way the world is and like it is but I find like those little bits of art mm-hmm. are everything Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, 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 and like not just the, you know, don't be afraid, the big wall down Camden Street yeah. and the, you know, you are alive and all mm. that. And they're great. But I like even the tiny, even stickers on lampposts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, look at that. It's visual landscape. Yeah. yeah. If you get like a, a nice canon of, of variety and um, what's the word? Diversity. Yeah. Um, it makes everything better and more inclusive. And oh, just fun. so yeah. much nicer. And even like for tourists and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it certainly keeps me away from looking at like the, you know, Shit when you're looking that. at, like, yeah, the closed down shops or the rubbish yeah, yeah. or, you know, whatever. Totally. And you're like, oh, but look at that beautiful piece yeah. of gorgeous uh, art in the middle. Like, yeah. And like some of them been photographed to death, like the yeah. R2D2 down by the bleeding horse. Like that's yeah. like 
have to be a permanent <laughs> resident, I would yeah, say. Yeah, totally. <laughs> have you any... Burning desires. Burning desires for the future. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, not plans, but like <laughs> aspirational sort of things you'd love to do. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to get better at using spray paint. Okay. Like way better. Um, and I'm working on an animation at the moment, but I've been working on it for five years. Well, like like I said, you've only <laughs> another three to go. Know, yeah. <laughs> it's not going very well. It's not going to plan, but okay, so... Mostly, at the moment, I'm very busy, which mm. is really fabulous. If you're yeah. in your own business, that's really great. But I'm kind of at this point where I'm working a lot and I don't have time to generate new stuff and I'm getting kind of burnt out. Okay. Um, and I don't really know what to do. I could stop taking work, but as you know, most freelancers will say, what if you don't work? You, you don't, don't have more work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And no money on top of that. So it's a tough one. Like I'm, I'd love to be in five years. I'd love to just have like a really steady way of earning money. And mm-hmm. then like six months of the year to make fun work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the sugar daddy. So back to him. I think yeah. that's what's going to have to happen. Fair enough. Well, yeah. uh, so Patron. you can just consider this podcast as a full ad for uh, <laughs> a rich man. Do you like what to you hear? Swoop in, <laughs> whisk Holly off her feet. Would you like to put keep a me? can of spray paint in her hand? Away <laughs> you go. Yeah, Grant. Yeah, so that's that's it. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming to talk thank to me. It's you, been Harriet. a delight. Yeah, thanks. You're a joy. Uh, <laughs> follow Holly on Instagram or go and look at her website. Buy her prints from miscellaneous art shops around Dublin City. Do everything. Holly, Holly, Holly. Holly Pereira illustration. Never stop. Uh, she'll change your life. Yeah, there you yeah, go. There you are. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Creation Arcade. Please subscribe and follow. Our Instagram handle is at Creation Arcade Pod. This podcast is presented by me, Harriet. Recorded and edited by Conan Brophy. Sponsored by CreateSound.ie, mobile podcast producers. Mm-hmm.